All right, and we are recording with the uh, Panhandle. This is the Panhandle Primate Podcast. I'm here with Gunnar Wadowski. Hey. Do you? I think I asked you where Wadowski came from. It's Polish. Polish. <laughs> yeah. So can you? Are you? Uh, can you track like the the pole the Polish? <laughs> So oh, no, pretty quick. No, no, no. I haven't done any genealogy stuff. No. I have no idea. No. See, I always wonder how far away from the boat am I? You right? know, mm-hmm. like you always. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he had this guy, comedian Joey Diaz. Have you ever heard him? I haven't. No. He's a stand-up comedian, but he had him on there, and they were talking about the immigrant mentality. Okay. And uh, and I always like I started thinking about that. I was like, see, I'm I'm. F- uh, I'm second generation American on my mom's side. Okay. My mom's <clears throat> mom was born in Mexico. And then so my mom's first generation, I'm second generation. But it is funny because he was talking about that immigrant uh, mindset, immigrant mm-hmm. uh, just way of like viewing the world, you yeah. know. And everybody who gets off a boat or if you're in the first, you don't speak the language, you don't know the custom, you're, you're going to be a little bit more like jumpy, you know, a little sure. uh, and, and uh, like trying to. What would it be like? Come up or whatever, like make your money. Yeah. You know, they're typically hustlers. Yeah, totally, kind of. You totally, know. Yeah. And so I was always wondering. I was like, how far away from the boat am I? Like, should I be a little <laughs> bit more ambitious than right. I am? You know, I'm kind of close to it still, but I feel I feel like full American now. Like, just uh, just living the dream, whatever that is. You right. know, yeah, whatever but, that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I got a couple of announcements. So, which I just announced this yesterday no day before yesterday i did a podcast and uh i'm gonna do my first live podcast at the amarillo art institute okay nice. yeah and it's uh hayden pedigo mm-hmm. is gonna play uh the last set of it nice and then i'm gonna interview this lady named jenny inzarello from high plains public radio okay cool she's another um person that timothy ingles mm-hmm. uh, he like he like said, okay, here's a few names of people you're going to have to have on your podcast. And she was one of them. And then she actually was my first ever, she showed me some love on Twitter, which is the first, I'm terrible at Twitter. I haven't (laughs) figured out, granted I'm not great at any particular social media, but Twitter is one in particular where I just cannot, like, I don't follow, I can't follow anybody that I actually know and nobody follows me and whatever. But she gave me a retweet uh, because she she knew Hayden. You know, that was the, the reason, but... I benefited from it a little, uh, like peripherally from she liking Hayden. Nice. But um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to be interviewing her. Uh, Hayden's going to play. We're going to get some beer, some food, do a nice. fundraiser for. Do you go to the first Friday art walk? I have a, a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been lately though. Yeah, we get we try to go. Which granted, it's like you got to any time in Amarillo. There's an opportunity where you can just walk around with a stroller. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you got to be there pretty yeah. much, you know, get the kid out, get yeah. the wife out a little bit. Um, but we always end up going there. And I know Rachel, I went to high school with Rachel. Okay. Cool. Uh, we had an advisory class together, like 15 <laughs> minutes. Like the, right. I was thinking about that a while back, like how many of my friends or acquaintances mm-hmm. are a direct result of the government, you know, sure. like the government just randomly choosing, okay, we're going to put 15 kids in this class yeah. for 15 minutes so that they can be friends. Yeah. Totally. And somehow it randomly puts us and me and Rachel, we were in that class together. Yeah. It's just you know uh, how crazy, you know yeah. how much of our life is like de- uh, comes to us through this like scale, you know. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so that's the live uh, that one, and it's March twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. I think we're gonna start selling tickets on uh, 
on her on the website, the Amarillo Art Institute website. Right Actually, I'm slacking. I probably should already have like a Facebook group made yeah. and all this stuff, but uh, we'll see. That's actually the last episode I had is the first time I've ever boosted anything cool. on Facebook. Yeah. Do you boost stuff on Facebook? I I try not to. Yeah, I don't I think you. Before. I don't really feel like you need to. It's kind of interesting. I've I've been so I looked at your your Instagram. Okay. Yeah. You get a ton of likes. Sure. And then your Facebook, you don't get as many likes. Yeah, I think for me at least, I think it, I use Instagram more for my business, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like that's kind of where I show like my professional work. And then Facebook is kind of just like where I do like my personal. Yeah, like, kind of keep working. Being... Like if there's something that I like, I think like. My friends, like my mom's friends, would want to see like a oh, Facebook, yeah, you know? yeah, like, family friends, yeah. Like, those are the people that see stuff on Facebook generally. So you, for me at least, you like picture like you if you think about it as work and play. You're yeah. saying Instagram's kind of work for sure, and then Facebook's kind of play. Yeah, you're not yeah. really, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And it does seem like uh, the response you get from Instagram does seem to be more than Facebook from for me. Like if uh, if I post the same picture mm-hmm. and I put it on Instagram, I'll get like 40 or 50 likes or whatever. Yeah. And then on Facebook, I know the same people are looking at it. Right. They're just scrolling over <clears throat> it though. They just don't click the yeah, like, which yeah. is fine. I mean, it's a little, maybe not as accessible or sure. I don't exactly know, but it is kind of funny. I always like the hierarchy of like social medias is interesting. I never totally. thought that it would stratify out mm-hmm. and that people, I never pictured them as a platform before. Okay. You know? I yeah. never made that connection. And then now that I'm kind of doing whatever it is I'm doing, I'm not necessarily sure it's I don't think it's a business or whatever, but just putting out podcasts and stuff. Yeah. You you see this like this hierarchy of different, you know, mm. oh, totally. Facebook is a platform for advertising. One hundred percent. You know, and you mm. don't really picture that. Almost first and foremost. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> primarily. That's primarily what it is. Mm-hmm. Um but let's see here. Let's hop through the and then Colfax Denver uh, half marathon. Well, Colfax half marathon in Denver, Colorado, uh, May eighteenth. I'm just throwing it out there to the larger community. Are you running? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. run it. Nice. Um, and I always tell people if you can run a five k, like actually your your feet are striking the ground and yeah. you run the whole time. Oh man, that's not me. <laughs> then you can then you can train for a okay. half marathon. Then you can train. Yeah, yeah. that you really. There's like it seems like there's these different steps yeah. that you go and it's like once you kind of hit where you're running three to four miles like pretty solid mm-hmm. then you kind of get to the bottom of the next step up oh, you know man. and then yeah. you kind of hit these but if you're if you're running a 5k you can train for a half you okay. can do all the training all yeah. the running that's required it just you might not want to sure. <laughs> but you can physically probably do it nice. but anyway that's uh, May 18th. Uh, and I don't exactly even know if it's gonna if I'm gonna organize anything formally. Sure. But if people want to run a half marathon, that's gonna be a cool one to run. And I'm yeah. gonna be up there and my wife's gonna run it and I think my wife's gonna maybe try to start getting together some like running groups. Nice. You know, maybe like a like a stroller brigade. <clears throat> yeah. You know, pushing all the moms, pushing the strollers, <laughs> cool. pushing the babies. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna do that or not. She says she's gonna start running. Nice. So but that's actually through all my announcements. Cool. So uh, my first topic of of uh, of the podcast is Gunnar Wadowski. What is a brief summary of who you are? Oh man! And it can be as like as brief or as uh, you can sure. Okay. <clears throat> I think if if I'm describing myself, <clears throat> I would say that I'm first and foremost like a gatherer. 
<clears throat> like, I'm really passionate about like getting people together and like getting them doing something like for like heading in the same direction, like doing something together that like will build a community, um, bring people closer together, build relationships. Have you always been like that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, like ever since I can remember, I was like sending out mass texts to everybody that I knew telling them like, Hey, come over to my house to watch a movie or like, mm. we're going to do this or like now it's like we're having a concert at my house, mm-hmm. like tomorrow night, like mm-hmm. we're having a little concert at my house. So I don't know. Like that's, I think that's what I'm most passionate about is just like gathering people and like bring people together. <clears throat> and then also uh, I'm a photographer and filmmaker and really, I think those are avenues for me to connect people. Nice. Like, really, like, yes, it is my, like, I am a professional photographer, like, that's my career, but also, like, I started getting into photography because I wanted to hang out with people, basically. Right, right. So, when you were getting into it, were you getting into it as, like, career mindset? Or were you getting into it as, like, more... So, like, for instance, I think when I, like, skateboarded, whenever I was in, like, middle school, and there was always this thought in the back of your mind, like, oh, I could go pro or something. That that thought was never in my (laughs) mind, you know? But there was, like, some people around you that you could kind of, like, see, like, they were treating it more like they were doing it for a a job more so Mm -hmm. than just messing around. Yeah. And so, like, when when did you, like, figure out that it was going to be, like, a career trajectory yeah man i mean because for sure it started off as just like i got a camera this is fun i'm gonna go take pictures with my friends Mm because what else are we gonna do but i think like really probably like late in high school like junior sophomore or junior senior where'd you go to high school went to arbor christian academy arbor okay old private school at trinity Oh, okay, at Trinity. Yeah, and I was I was actually the last person to graduate. Oh, really? Yeah, so they they stopped having school after my class, and then my last name was a W, so I was the last person, oh, which is kind of cool. Wow, that is cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so I uh, I just ne- I was never into like the sports thing, and like you know like that's what you do in like high school, like you play sports or you don't. Right? right, right. And so I wasn't really into the sports thing, but all my friends were, and I wanted to like hang out with them and like be around my friends all the time so I started like doing like filming for the football team and like, taking mm-hmm. pictures for like the school to use and like newspapers or like the yearbook or whatever so I think probably like my senior year like there was just a lot of people around me that were like speaking life into me and like hey like you're good at this like you should like actually think about doing this and so I think I had enough like positive like reinforcement that, that like encouraged me to just like when did you first like believe it like, when did you, like, first, like, realize, like, okay, maybe I do have an eye, like, that other okay. people don't have? Oof. I don't, I, I can't think back to, like, a specific moment. <clears throat> um, I think, I mean, there were a couple times, so my dad is a pastor at Trinity Fellowship, which is a pretty big church, and so being there, I just had a lot, like, a lot of opportunity to, like, play with, like, really nice equipment and, like like mess around with stuff to like teach myself <clears throat> and I think one time I, I made a video that was just like for fun and then somebody asked to use it in like a big service and yeah that's the moment I was like yeah. they, they played like a video that I made that like I was just doing for fun they played it in like a service and like a couple thousand people saw it and I was like okay maybe like yeah. maybe, like maybe I can like actually do this like yeah that's that's a big step yeah. you know when you go from joking and having fun and just doing it Something you want to be proud of, but you know, you're not. And then somebody else recognizes it and says, Oh, we're going to put this up in front of a lot of people and they're going to think that we paid money to have this thing made, you know? A lot of times, I mean, I think it takes 
other people seeing value in something for you to really notice it, right? Mm, yeah. It's like even with like a podcast, like like you, like we can make a podcast for so long, but until somebody's like, hey, like whatever you're doing, like this is good, right. like I, I enjoy this, there's value in this, and like that's when maybe like when you start to see like oh like what I'm doing like matters. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that is a funny. Um, I talked about that in some of my like, earlier podcasts. Okay. Because it it was really funny. Um, so since I shared it on Facebook, mm-hmm. the the only people who have really been exposed to it are the guys like I work with or mm-hmm. friends I've had or whatever. But since I've been on the fire department so long, yeah, I mean I'm friends with like most of them on Facebook. Right. So then people started coming up to me and they're like, "Hey man, uh, so you started a podcast? Huh? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like totally. like interested in yeah. it and stuff, but." The it is it is funny, man. It's like hard to interpret. I guess for me, it's it's hard to in, so you don't know what all some and when people listen to it, there's parts that they're gonna say, "Oh, that was good," and then maybe the majority of it's bad. Sure. You know, so that's what's really cool is whenever somebody says like, "Oh yeah, like I really enjoyed the last three minutes of it." Sure. It's yeah. like, dude, you made it to the last three <laughs> right? minutes. Yeah. Like that's awesome. You know, <laughs> no, totally. It's different levels of stoke, but yeah, I mean, as far as like. Seeing if like it matters to people or if it's sure. making an impact, that's a that's a really I've been struggling with that recently. It's okay. like hard to get your finger on the pulse. Sure. Versus, I feel like with your Instagram, at okay. least that's how I actually first heard or saw you. Yeah. Okay. You know, I didn't really know who you were, but Shannon, maybe Shannon followed Garrett King. I don't know through just the yeah. the pool of Instagram. I, I'd say, seen your pictures cool. and seen, yeah. and that's when I came up to you in Canyon. We yeah, were at that totally. parade at the, or whatever. At the square, yeah, yep, the square. And I was like, because I'd seen you around the corner right. from my dang house. Like that's what's crazy. You <laughs> yeah. live literally on the right. <laughs> at the end of my block. And um, but uh, Instagram. See, I don't have an eye. Okay. Yeah, it's, wife tells me it. I know <laughs> it. You know, like yeah. I, I can't take a, like a cool picture to save my life. Sure. But then, cert, then there's there's pictures when you see them, it just looks like it was done properly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like with Instagram, it reflects in follows and totally. in likes. Yeah. You know, and then in also just generating interest. Right. So like, when when did Instagram start for you? Was that <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I for sure I got Instagram when I was in high school because like that's when it started. Yeah, and I got it originally as like a like a photo editing app, right? So I didn't oh. like <clears throat> like that's what for me like that's what it started as like this app has cool filters like you can take mm-hmm. like a crappy photo with your phone and like swipe left through these filters and like it'll make it look better, right? <clears throat> so that's what it was, and it wasn't it probably wasn't for oh like a couple months after using it that I realized it's like. This is like that. It was also a social platform. Yeah. Like that's also like when Facebook was like starting to like break out and like become like a, like a big platform. <clears throat> and so I started posting stuff on there, like really just like for my friends. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Like my high school buddies, and uh, then I guess it just kind of progressed through there. And like I realized that there was potential for like exposure that like maybe that, that I wouldn't be able to access otherwise. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then just started giving it a lot more attention, and then. Through college, I went to WT, got a, a broadcasting degree with a minor in marketing, and so. Oh, nice! I was going to yeah. ask you what your what your schooling was. So yeah. You did all four years there. I did all four years, or well, I I graduated high school as a sophomore in college. So I did a bunch of dual credit. Oh, nice! Got all the boring stuff out of the way first. Yeah. And so then when I went to WT, I had like just my major courses. And I had some professors that were there, and uh, they just like really like taught me the value of social media, and like like at a like. 
an early stage where like, hey, like you should start like like investing in this, like it's worth your time and like you're gonna see like return on your investment through it. So mm-hmm. like that I think that's when I started taking it like real serious. It's like when my professors were like like you need to like market yourself like treat this as a business, like you like your image is like profitable. Right? Yeah, yeah. Man, that is crazy. Like as you were saying that, I mean Facebook started I think it started whenever I was a junior in high school. Yeah. You know, and that's when it was only a college thing. Sure, right. You know, and and then even thinking about Instagram, like I didn't have in, any Instagram or anything like that for, I mean, until I got married. Until, yeah. well, <laughs> after I got married and she was like, why don't you have an Instagram? You know, it's like, <laughs> right. wow, that's a great, you know, I just never pictured it as, but then you see all these different people that. It, it's a brand. You mm-hmm. can build a brand in totally. a way of showing people, and yeah. then they can invest back in you. You've got to give them something to invest in sure. or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, that is interesting, man. So, and then, so from from college, like senior year, you're yeah. graduating college, were you already working as a photographer? Totally, yeah. Yeah, I was, you were already. I was working part-time at Trinity in the college ministry and I was doing like social media management and then I was working on the creative team at Trinity as well <clears throat> just kind of like helping like make media to be used in like social media and like in services so I worked there throughout college and was also doing like side gigs like like freelance stuff on the mm-hmm. side so I mean I had I, by the time I graduated college I was working for myself full time nice yeah. dang that's crazy yeah, yeah that's like, cool and like Part of me, like, looks back and, like, why did I go to college, like, to work for myself? Yeah, right? yeah. But, like, there's some stuff that I learned there that are, like, invaluable to me. Oh, dude, and that's – so I missed out on that. I went straight sure. to the fire academy. Okay. But that that is one thing. You never get the early 20s college experience, that opportunity. You'll never get it again. Right. You know, even if you go back to college as yep. an older person. So mm-hmm. – there's a lot to be said, like with with getting that, uh, even for like pop culture relevance. Sure. You know, yeah. you have to be in the scene to right. understand what the scene is. You know. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> I mean, what I take away from college isn't necessarily what I learned in classes, but what I learned about myself, like through like being in that environment, having mm. like, like industry professionals like investing in me and like telling me that like what I was doing is valuable. It's like. That I think just like helped form me as a person, and like I think that's a little bit of the reason that I am the way I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I definitely. So it's funny. How old were you when you bought this house? I was twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. So I was. 20, I was twenty one or twenty two. Let me think. How old was I? Was I? I probably was twenty one when I bought this house, but. What's funny is I used to have parties yeah. and I'd have a bunch of people over and stuff, yeah. but it never had like the sort of organized, sure. cultivative feel yeah. okay. that I feel like you're having house parties. It's a set time. It's a, it's like an, it's an event, yeah. you know, totally. and I never had events. It was just sure. like, Hey, you want to grab some beer? Come over right. to my house, yeah. chill, drink, we'll play yeah. some music in the background, totally. you know? Yeah. Um, that was one of my questions I had was, um... It seems like you're very like intentional about your community and mm-hmm. the culture around you. Absolutely. Yeah. And now, like, what is driving that? Like, what is driving? For me, I mean, community and like, like the culture of my community is the most important thing in my life. I think. Um, I, I'm very. I, I, tr- I try to be pretty intentional about like who I spend time with and like what we spend our time doing. And so, like, when I when I'm having people over to my house, I want to be intentional about what we're doing and um, 
how we do it. So like I just want, I want everything to be like the best it can be. So yeah. So if that means me setting up the like the party for eight hours before, like that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, because, yeah. <clears throat> and I think if people can see that like it values it, like it matters to you and like you value it and like you worked hard on it, then like then like inherently it has more value. It like sets a different feel yeah. for the for the event. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And like one of the words that kept like popping up into my head was like ritual. Sure. It does it seems like and and I think with ritual comes like sacredness. So yeah. like you were saying, like you you value your own time. Totally. Yeah. So you want to make sure that these events sure. are valuable. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't want I mean I don't want people to come over and just like feel like they're like wasting their time. Like I want them to feel like they're coming over and like either like building community and like getting to know people better or like having like a killer time and like listening yeah. to like the best music or eating like really delicious food. Like yeah. whatever it is, I want it to just be I want it to be the best that it can be. So I'm assuming are you still pretty involved in church? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it to me, it seems like and at least I can't necessarily speak to the way you grew up, but sure. whenever I grew up and the, the way I feel like thinking back on church yeah. is it, it often seemed the same thing. It right. was these intentional, premeditated things <clears throat> that were set up, yeah. to, and, but it never necessarily had the same natural feel. Sure. It, it, you know, like there was a lot of stuff that seemed like it was maybe having to be coerced out right. of you, yeah. you know? Versus like the atmosphere coercing it out yeah. of you, like the better person within you and stuff. Totally. And like that's, and I don't know, maybe I'm like reading a little bit too far into it, but like that was, and that's what I I never had was the intention behind sure. my get togethers. It yeah. was just always parties right. or I'd throw some food and we'd, we had right. some great times, yeah, no, doubt, sure. yeah. no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. But um, it didn't seem like I, I didn't ever feel like I was necessarily cultivating something. Sure. Yeah. But you said you described yourself as a gatherer. Yeah. You know. So like, what is it that you're gathering? Like, what is that? What is that? <clears throat> well, I mean, like like you said, I think like my background and like being raised as a pastor's kid, like I was around church all the time. I worked at a church for seven years, and so like I think that like intentionality is something that is like really important in church, and so that's something that was just instilled in me, and I think that's probably why like a lot of the stuff I do like feels like that because like that's my background. Um, I forgot what your question was totally. Shit, I might have to. <laughs> I, I might have been like, I was, I, I think I was asking a little bit too lofty yeah, of a that question track. in there. But uh, um, was like the intentionality behind, let's see. Uh, oh, you asked, you asked like what my intention was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, oh, and what it is you're gathering. Those are right. the two things. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I'm just gathering people that, I think, I mean, I'm gathering people that I think can pour back out into other people. Mm. And um, I think the intention behind a lot of stuff is I really, I really like Amarillo. And I think Amarillo is like a really cool place. And a lot of people, a lot of people like our age, like, like leave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, you graduate high school and like, maybe you go to WT. And even if you go to WT, like, you're getting out of here as fast as possible. Yeah. And I think the Amarillo is, like, a really, really cool place. Like, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. And, like, there's a lot of, like, really unique things that we have in the city that I don't think you can get in other places. And so I want, I want, I want to make Amarillo as interesting as possible, as fun, to, like, as fun of a place to be as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, want, I don't want people to, like, keep leaving, right? Right, right. And so a lot of the intention is to, like, draw some, like, attention to the city and be like, 
hey, like, this isn't, like, this is a cool place. Like, mm-hmm. like don't take it for granted. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm this, like, well, and see, it, it's indicative. What what year was your house built? Like, 26. Yeah, so I think mine was 26, too. Yeah. And we're right on the same block, and that's, that's, you know, we're trying to sell our house right now, but that's one of the things, like, because we actually needed just another bedroom. The yeah. house is plenty big enough. It's just a bedroom. We right. need one more bedroom. <laughs> but, um... Hours are gonna go with oh, I was thinking about this the other day. We were at the liquor store over here, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know how long long that liquor store's been there. But I was like, these houses haven't changed that much. Yeah, you know, Amarillo hasn't changed that much. We still have these. It's the same atmosphere, but I I feel like it's so often. Whenever you're growing up, you hear like, and even yesterday, I heard a lady say, "Get out of Amarillo as fast as you can. This place is terrible." The yeah. at the the weather's terrible. The culture's terrible. All yeah. this stuff, and it she just doesn't see. Right. She just doesn't see it right. You know, like I've always thought that is like people don't see the same Amarillo that I see. Uh, on yeah, a, and I, I mean a person like that, I don't know if they're ever going to see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they they walled <clears throat> themselves off to it a little bit. Yeah, and like a lot of people don't. But like I mean, like yeah, the weather sucks most of the time. Like it's hot or it's cold and it's always windy and mm-hmm. it's always dry. And there's not always a lot going on, but I think that makes, I think that makes people from Amarillo, like Amarillo, a different breed. I think that's like what sets people apart from here. Like, there's a reason why like some of like the most talented people in the country have come from like this region. Yeah. Like, the weather and the lack of like things being handed to you like make you tough and like make you have to you have to be creative. You have to like want it. You have to have like some. You've got to have some motivation. Like you've got to be able to do it. <clears throat> you have to make it for yourself, right? Yeah. You can't just sit around and like. Let everything cool like be brought to you. Yeah, it's not like you're in Austin and it's right. just like, oh, hit this. But see, that's what's crazy is it is kind of like I have everything I want. Yeah. A bike ride away from my house. Totally, yeah. In Amarillo, you mm-hmm. know, with in, including badass downtown yeah, where dude. you can get any, you can go from cocktails to totally PBR, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. anything you want. Right. It's, I just don't, it's like what more do people want? Right. You know, from a town than mm-hmm. than what Amarillo offers, you know. Yeah. And it and then you take it another step further with your pictures. Sure. Because in a lot of times you're taking pictures of Amarillo. Like granted oh, yeah. it's there's a model or you have something in the right. floor, but there it's Amarillo, you know. Totally, your yeah. backdrop is Amarillo. Yeah. And it seems like you're doing pretty well or at least Yeah, and like I mean that's important to me is to just kinda of like I am pretty mm-hmm. intentional about like shoot like shooting photos of people in Amarillo and like trying to present the city in a different light like like sure like it's easy to like take pretty pictures of like Los Angeles or Austin like <clears throat> but like in Amarillo like you have you might have to work a little bit harder for it but like it's here and like you just like you you have to like look for it right mm-hmm. and so it, it's important to me to just like show people like you don't have to go to those places to like well do have you, the culture right do you think Amarillo's like almost coming back around coming like yeah like because even that uh that house party the other night sure um it was like a vintage clothing mm-hmm. yeah. they were selling some vintage clothing it's my buddy yeah and i was just sitting there thinking like the whole time it was like man there's a good chance that the kids of 2020 yeah are gonna want the amarello of 1970 Right. Like, if you could just bring that 1970s Amarillo, drop it right yeah. back, it'd be like, yes, I want to buy that house. I want yeah. that style. I totally. want that, you know? And it, it's kind of, 
it seems like it's uh maybe we were just in a low point whenever sure. Amarillo wasn't in style, right. and maybe it's coming back into style. I think it or is, something. man. Like I mean, even the people like my friends like Keegan and McKibbe Hollis, like they're the mm-hmm. ones that are, are starting vintage. Like it's a store that they're like. Starting. So where do you know where that's gonna? Are they, uh, they trying they to locate? They don't have like a brick and mortar yet. No, they're no. just operating like online right now. Oh, okay, <clears throat> and then just through like some pop up shops, but like most of their stuff is like locally like designed or like regionally like it's based like in Amarillo like all their like pieces like <clears throat> are like native to like this like this area and I mean they have like vintage shops in LA that are like buying like big portions of their stock because whoa like, like, like people think that like what what like what we have and like what we have made like is cool right yeah like, yeah it's starting to come back yeah that's well and it's all about like the finger on the pulse like it's yeah. always changing you know that's why i think so oh, yeah. funny about like all these chicks getting uh plastic surgery and getting all this like cosmetic stuff done it's like you're if you're trying to get what's in style now sure. you're not going to be in style later you're going to keep you know right, yeah. dicing yourself up or whatever and i feel like that's kind of that's what i want to say to amarello it's like okay maybe you're not in style right now yeah but as long as you have an eye for the future right. and keep stuff nice, it's gonna come back around, you yeah, know. Yeah, dude. Oh man, and I think like I think as a city, like we're heading in such a cool direction. Oh, like, dude, I'm psyched. Like our mayor and our city council, like they're doing such really cool things, like through like downtown revitalization and just like the little things that they're doing. Like, well, in Palace, and, who yeah, you shoot for, and yeah, like totally. the coffee culture here, like with Evocation Palace Roasters. Yeah, I mean, they're all strong, good coffee roasters, you know? Totally, and I mean, like, all of those coffee roasters have been, like, nationally renowned in, like, big, like, publications as, like, being, like, top ten, like, coffee houses in the nation. Mm-hmm. We have two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, two yeah, of it's, the top ten. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And, I don't know, man, that's that's what, it's just so interesting, like, especially with the with the palace going in downtown and, and the, um, what's the building? can't believe I'm going blank on the theater. The Paramount? Le- the Paramount, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that location there is like It's iconic. You, you just look at you just look at it and there's nothing that doesn't scream to you big city yeah, like top trend. I mean like perfect. Like yeah. put in there perfectly. Totally, yeah. And just a lot of people don't see that about Amarillo. You know, right. a lot of people have seen the Amarillo from ten years ago and they sure. think that it still exists totally. and it's completely changed. Right. Yeah. But that one of the things I was going to talk to you about was like why Amarillo, like why you stayed in Amarillo, and uh, yeah, and is that kind of the sure, yeah, I mean, opportunity, like, and- like there, like the opportunity here is like it's unlike it is anywhere else. Like, I mean, I could go to Austin and be like a drop in a bucket, right? Like, there's a, there's yeah. hundreds of thousands of photographers that are like like doing like the same thing that I am, but in Amarillo, like I'm kind of unique. Like, there aren't a lot, whole lot of people doing what I'm doing. Like, there's opportunity. And the city's at a cool place where, like, we're, like, about, like, ne- like almost on the cusp of something, but, like, mm-hmm. not quite there. So, like, mm-hmm. it's a really good place for, like, I think young people like you and me to, like, it's it's feasible for us to, like, get oh, yeah. in on the ground floor and, like, like be, like, the force of change. Well, yeah. and, and not I, – I don't know if this exists in other places, but there is this, like, older generation sure. who is really looking to the future, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. saying – 
well, okay, if I if I get a photographer, what look am I going for? Right. Well, they're going to be going a lot more towards a Gunnar Wadowski sure. than any other. You know, they're right. going to be saying, "What is the pulse? Like, what is the mm-hmm. what is the young Amarillo?" Totally. And they're looking to give opportunities yeah. and innovations and change. And I don't think there's a lot of places that are investing in like their younger generation the way Amarillo wants. One hundred percent. And Amarillo, like Amarillo, is also like the biggest proponent of like like support local. Mm-hmm. So like they're like sure like you can pay and like have photographers from Dallas or Austin or Denver come down like they can probably do the same work that I'm doing, <clears throat> probably maybe even a little better, but like people in Amarillo are invested in the city and invested in local and invested in like the people that live here like they're willing to like give people a chance like I think that's rare like a lot of people like even if I was in Austin like a lot of like the big agencies in Austin like anybody anybody that I would be working for like. They're bringing, they're flying somebody in from LA to do that work, yeah. Like yeah. they're not going to be like looking through like the local photographers in Austin to like give jobs to. But like, so I think that's in- unique about Amarillo. Yeah, that's so interesting too. Yeah. You know, that's like, oh, how much, how much does it cost to get somebody from LA? Right. Uh, let's do that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what? You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's cool and it's unique about Amarillo. Like we're willing to like. We're willing to not be the best immediately to invest in people. I think I think that's what sets Amarillo apart. Nice, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of my, I guess that covered scene in Amarillo and why Amarillo, why stay. See, that's the other thing a lot of people don't realize is it is cheap to live in oh, Amarillo. Totally, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, people don't realize like how nice it is to be able to. Our cost of living is relatively low, and like I mean, we've got like, like we get paid well, like the money is good, and. Mm-hmm. We're centrally located, so like we we ha- we are making good money. We're not having to pay out the wazoo to just survive. So like we can then use our money to do things that like we're passionate about. Like yeah, I love traveling. Yeah, and like I'm based in Amarillo, so like it makes it really easy for me to travel because I don't have to pay two grand a month for rent. Right, like, just for rent. Like, yeah, oh. I can use that money to go travel across the country and see things that like other people aren't going to be able to see because they're busy working their nine yeah, to five to pay their the rent. Right. I can't imagine like I whenever I visit friends up in Colorado or different yeah. places and it's like they tell me what they're paying just to live in a place, just yeah, to man. sleep, just yeah. to lay in a bed, you know, and it's like, my gosh, that is crazy, dude. Like I, I don't understand how anybody can afford it, honestly. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy to me. They, I mean they just they work all the time. Yeah, they just work yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. They don't they don't have they don't drink as much beer. Well, I don't know. They seem like <laughs> they, they drink a lot of beer. <laughs> But, uh, so what are some of your travel highlights? I know you've taken... Some travel highlights? Ooh, man. That's a good question. Uh, going to Colorado in the fall is, like, nothing I've ever experienced. Catch the change? Yeah, dude. The change of just, like, all the colors up there, like, the smell in the air. Like, Ooh, at, yeah. like it can be 80 degrees during the day and drop down to, like, 20 degrees at night. Mm. Like, crisp mountain air, like... That's like nothing else. That smell, man, is almost intoxicating on its own. Like totally, the smell man. of like God. leaves falling. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. Jeez, man. Like I'm about that for yeah, sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that and then I spent a lot of time in California. I, uh, I have a Volkswagen van. Yeah. I think you've probably seen it across yeah, the street. Nice. And uh, I lived out of that van for a few months in Southern California. Just kind of traveling around, sleeping in front of friends' houses or in like national parks. Yeah. Just, like, kind of like seeing like the land out there and like. Like that—that's probably one of my highlights. Like going on the West Coast, like a little bit Central California, like some of their na- like national parks out there, like yeah. Yosemite, like Sequoia yeah. National Forest. Oh, yeah. Like that's crazy. 
I did, let's see, I saw the Sequoias. I didn't see the Redwoods. I saw okay. the Sequoias, yeah. but I haven't seen the Redwoods, which I want to see the Redwoods as well. Like, yeah, that'd dude. be amazing. Crazy. But, um, did you hit Joshua Tree while you're out there? I haven't been to the National Park. I mean, I've driven through the desert okay. countless times. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've seen the scene, but I haven't yeah. like, actually been to the National Park yet. That's the only time it's I've on really list. been out to California as we drove. It was uh, my senior... Senior year, it was Christmas break, and I drove with my cousin Lance, his now wife, Melanie, and my sister. We took a van and drove out there to go rock climbing in Joshua Tree, and uh, we drove up one day. It was so funny, man. Melanie was like, hey, I want to go see the Sequoias. It's like 30 minutes, or uh, she's like, it's like two hours away. Yeah. like. Okay, well, we'll do it. It ended up being like five and a half hours. And she was just like, well, it just looked really close on the map. I was like, what are you talking about? Looked close on the map. But it ended up being well worth it, man. Those trees are unbelievable, man. So big. Like, it's just like, just unbelievable. Like, almost unfathomable. Yeah. So, like, so enormous. And then just to think that there was a time when people were like, showed up in those woods and they were like, eh, let's chop them down. You know? Oh, yeah, it's dude. Like, <laughs> right. Why would you chop this down? It's like, oh, there's a lot of money Go right here. We gotta, yeah, we got <laughs> we gotta build some stuff here. Like, cut them down. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. So, man, yeah, definitely California. Have you made it out east any? A little bit. I've gone to a few music festivals out east, uh, northeast, but not, I haven't spent a whole lot of time on like the East Coast. Nice. I'd, I'd really like to. Yeah. I, I've got I a bunch of buddies out there. Grew up in North Carolina. Okay, and, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's beautiful, man. Like, I, I never really knew what I had living sure. there until I moved back here. And yeah. you're kind of like, okay, yeah. It you is, miss the trees yeah, and the hills. Yeah, it is different. <laughs> it's different, you know. Sure. And the mountains. Like, you had, there you had two hours you were in the mountains. Yeah. Like, two and a half hours you're on the beach. Yeah. I mean, it was, and like here... It, Texas, you're nowhere. You're five hours, five and a half hours of driving. You're nowhere. You, sure, know? Yeah. you have not changed. But yeah, it's uh, the east is definitely, I'd like to make it back that direction. I make it mostly west. Sure. Typically, if I take a trip, it's going yep. west. But um, let's see. We got wide photography, and you've. we already talked about that. Um, oh, yeah, you're uh, Lemieux, is it pronounced? Lemieux. Lemieux yeah. Media. So you shoot video for them and work with them a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so I work with Lemieux Company is Lemieux. Oh, the, the name of the company. Yeah. Um, Wilson Lemieux is the guy who started that, and he's like the he's the president, I guess. He's the oh, owner. Nice. Um, it's still a pretty small operation right now, but uh, we went to college together. Uh, oh, yeah? Bunch, yeah, we had a bunch of classes together, and both were just kind of doing like our thing, like shooting video, like trying to just, like hustle and make it, mm-hmm. and we'd been competitors for a long time because we were both kind of doing the same thing, and... He, Wilson is a really, really good businessman, and so he's at a place where he's, like, gotten a bunch of success, and so he's brought me on board as an assistant director, so... Nice. I assistant direct, and sometimes do director of photography stuff for him, and we're doing some cool stuff. Yeah, it's funny, man. So, like, I follow you, and I follow him, and then I follow Cole. Yeah. And I think that maybe is it, but that's like, the whole team. It, yeah, <laughs> right it, now. it's funny whenever like it's like whenever y'all are doing something, yeah, because y'all are all posting the story of the totally. same thing, right. you know. And it's like, oh man, that that's does funny. look like it's pretty cool, you know. Like y'all are y'all definitely seem like y'all got it together. Oh you yeah, know? man, we just we're it's been really fun. We just did a uh, we shot a Super Bowl spot for Emerald National Bank. Um, it's yeah, a, it's going to show regionally. We I mean we had a crew of twenty guys. We flew out a, a DP and a few actors and. 
got a bunch of big equipment and like did it like did it right and yeah like, it shows like like i can't wait for everybody to see it on super bowl well, i've Sunday. seen like, i've seen the little the, the little teasers. spots yeah. the little teasers yeah they're like man that looks good dude it it's looks killer good. And, like, it looks it looks like a national spot yeah like, it looks yeah. like it could be like a nationwide commercial dude that is cool man it's amarillo dude yeah and like i mean like that just goes back to speaking like for the city like the guy like ton williams and william ware like like the president and like uh president of marketing over there like they really believe in amarillo as a city and are like like really investing in like our people like they gave us a really big shot and like yeah i think it shows and well see that that's what's cool is i've always wondered like why does amarillo advertising look so shitty sure you know compared to like like you can see it's like (laughs) local commercial yeah National commercial, totally local, oh, and you can tell it's like okay, local, local, local. Yeah, you know. And it, I mean, it's about it's about I mean being intentional. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, it took us two full days to shoot a thirty second commercial. Damn, like twenty people on set, three or two full like long days, like hard work to make a thirty second commercial. And like, like it shows like when you're intentional and like when you like really care about it. Like, yeah, and I guess that's a lot more financially. That's a lot larger investment oh, yeah than, no uh, and it, it is like then one it, guy coming out with a camera setting it up right. on a tripod it costs more but i mean i think it shows oh I it think, definitely I think shows people, i think people can like can tell well see and that's one of the things that i've always thought was really cool about amarillo national bank is you yeah. could tell that they were very that they're very intentional with their brand being put out you oh, know absolutely. like they're yeah. they're crafting and they they're not a podunk Right, bank yeah. from nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're a big, big, you know, like they're the big Absolutely, deal, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of cool to see that. Like, see, yeah, they, they, they definitely, they give worth to it, and I think it shows. Like, yeah, people can tell. Oh yeah, and I think. I mean, I think that's a lot of like that definitely plays into their success. Like, they see value in the things where value, like they put value in things where the value should be put. Yeah. So is it? It's just y'all three. Pretty much, we. I mean, we are the core team, and then mm-hmm. any t- if we have like a bigger project, we have a bunch of guys that we'll bring on. Oh, like, okay, hire some nice. contract labor to bring yeah. on. But yeah, Cole's been doing some cool shit, man. Yeah, dude, he's a Taylor animator. He's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's well, and that's it. Was really surprised me that he said he taught himself how to do all yeah, that dude. stuff. It's like it's crazy. Like, yeah, Cole didn't go to college. Like nothing. He's self taught, and like he's badass like, yeah he it, makes some killer stuff and like he is a adobe certified which is not easy to get like there's there's not very many people in the country that are adobe certified and, really like, he's one of them like and huh. it's it's a long process to like go through like you have to take test after test after, t- after test and like study like for like hours and hours but he's like it shows like yeah oh yeah like he's good at what he does yeah he, <laughs> he's put he puts out some really cool animations i like to well, see, that's that's what I think is one of the things that's cool about Facebook and Instagram and yeah. social media is, is I didn't even know y'all existed. Sure. You know, yeah. like I uh, – and then you're like right at the end of my block. I right. wouldn't even know that you were there, yeah. that y'all were doing the stuff that y'all are doing, you know. Right. It's really cool to – I don't know. It's just Instagram and all these different things are interesting because it, it almost – like it's part of the reason I started – uh, podcasts and stuff is like I gotta do something. Yeah, like you see all these people and they're all doing stuff. Like yeah. it's not like anybody's sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. everybody's hustling and doing their thing. And you gotta like choose to be part of it. Yeah. in a in a sense. And and it's really cool to see people doing it. Yeah, you know, man. and then it like and it brings you along. You know, kind of like yeah, excites I mean, you like, about it. That's a lot of the reason why I do what I do is just like to inspire other people to like create and like express themselves like however they like see fit like however they want to like mm-hmm. whatever they make like 
even if they don't think it's good, like the fact that you like made something, like like that brings value to the world. Like so now, what it, what is it about you young kids these days? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's like okay, I don't I don't know this for a fact, okay. but I don't think that what 24 23 24 23 right 23 okay that a 23 year old 30 years ago was thinking the same way sure that you're thinking today you know it's like what is it about i think social media probably plays a little Mm -hmm. bit into this but like what is it that i feel like you talk to most younger people now and they're saying do something for other people. Yeah. Like do something for your community as much as you're doing something for yourself. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I think I'm, I know I'm like, I know that social media has a big part to do with that. Like, I think that because of the exposure, like anything, anything you make is going to get exposure. Like people are going to see it now. Right. It's a lot easier for people to see things. And so it's easier for people to see things that maybe they should help with. <clears throat> and so like, I think we're just more aware of what's going on and I think we care a little bit more and want to do something about it. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, it's, it's so funny, man. Like, well, so I started this whole, my podcast and stuff. Well, I I eventually, I started with just a blog at the first and that was my big thing. I didn't go to college, so I'm not like a writer. I'm not like trained or any (laughs) of that shit, but it was like, it was like, okay, first things first what am I doing and yeah. what, who is it for? Mm-hmm. If, if I write something and nobody ever reads it, am I still going to be glad I wrote it? Sure. You know? And I, so there, it is kind of interesting that like with social media, you can start exposing yourself yeah. to a little bit of a broader audience yeah. versus me just writing, you know, 30 years ago, somebody was writing, they didn't sure. have Instagram or something. They were just typing it up, trying yeah. to get it through a publisher. You right. know? So it does, it does just the, opportunity to expose yourself yeah definitely pushed me into whatever whatever it is i'm doing you know yeah and i just can't even like imagine like this little kid squawk in the <laughs> background like the world he's gonna grow up in right is gonna be such even more so hype like hyper accelerated yeah. you know from from what we've experienced you yeah know? Man, i can't even imagine what it's gonna be in like i mean even in like 10 years like the yeah it's gonna be a different place yeah everything's gonna be like mapped into virtual reality and you know like you'll be able to we'll be wearing iphones on our faces yeah yeah. iphones they'll be like iphone that how archaic of you to reference an iphone or something it's gonna be it is gonna be nuts man i uh i'm pretty nervous about how that is going to progress or change but but yeah man i i'm excited about like I was, it's funny because Shannon, I made a big deal. We're old, like boring people now. Oh, we got please. a baby and shit. <laughs> and uh, when we went to your friend's giving, it yeah. was like, man, this like feels like being young again. <laughs> you know? Only for so yeah. long. Then we're like, all right, sure. we got to go back home <laughs> and go to bed. Go <laughs> you know, we got yeah. to go like cuddle with a little baby, you know, right. go to sleep. But, but yeah, man, That's I'm cool excited, that. man. I'm excited for Amarillo. I'm excited for like the house parties. Yeah, and, man house shows and yeah. I really wanted to go what would you say that kid's name was Keegan Keegan uh, Hollis Keegan Hollis yeah. okay he's and, a, and he's they a, they do vintage clothing yeah so he Keegan actually is a contemporary artist so he does like really cool paintings like really like unique like art oh really and then his wife McCabry and, and I mean they're both they're both doing this but she's kind of heading it up as a vintage clothing store oh cool yeah wow yeah, they're some of my favorite people. Yeah. Some of the most creative, like... Man, I was pretty upset. I was really wanting to go to that house show that yeah. night, but 
and ended up uh, the baby baby one out. Happens, it was yeah. like we even had we even had him over at my parents being babysat. And stuff. Oh man! <laughs> and Shannon was like, "Well, um, I think I want to go pick up the baby." And I was like, "All right, let's go pick up the baby." Yeah. You know, at that point. Yeah, dude. But I was do, looking man. forward to that night, man. Yeah. I was. It was, it was a good night. Are you going to come out tomorrow night? I think so. Cool. Yeah, I think we're going to come out. Yeah, I, we're pretty excited. We got a couple friends that just moved into. Amarillo, nice. and it was funny because they moved in like right at the right opportunity. It's like, um, which I, I think I might, I might release this tonight. I don't okay. know when I, I might either. I'll probably, I don't know. I probably won't get it done tonight. But tomorrow is my Panhandle podcast meetup. Right at three o'clock. At yeah. two o'clock. Two. Okay. Two to two to four. Yeah. So threes. But um, it was funny because we like they moved into town, and it's like okay, Friday night first Friday art walk. Yeah. Uh, Saturday podcast meetup and then Gunnar Radowski's yeah. having a house show and so it was like man maybe they'll at least think like oh Amarillo really is popping yeah, you know like, they'll believe the yeah just like I just want something to always be going on like I yeah. don't want to ever be bored like yeah so like we're gonna make as much stuff happen as we can hell right? yeah dude well I'm glad that you're right at the end of my block cause yeah, that dude, way same. I can just I can just like walk down there experience anytime there's out. cars in front of the house just come yeah, on over. <laughs> yeah right on dude well hey uh so one of the things one of the ways i've been ending these okay. is with the guests requesting music Ooh. so if you if you had one to finish like uh like a, a hmm like a wrap-up song but it could also just be like a just a favorite song so it could be either <laughs> okay um what kind of music do you typically listen to? I like listening to like indie, like some some rock. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I, I really love like indie rock. Like indie that, rock. That, like okay. that's probably my favorite. Genre so top right three now. bands. Top three bands. I mean, the the Killers, Kings of Leon, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. Ooh, not sure I know them. You should look them okay, up. They're, yeah, they're I'll definitely awesome. look them up. Yeah. I, the other two, the other two were like right at the end of my high school, like yeah. like when they were blowing up and Killers so I and was, Kings. yeah, the Killers and Kings. I was listening to them a lot. Yeah, dude. Back in the day, they were huge, man. They were everywhere. They still are, dude. Yeah. I guess they still are. Yeah, yeah I just I don't mean, listen. I don't listen to the radio anymore. Sure. So I listen to like Spotify, Shuffle yeah. mostly. Yeah. So I'm not sure what everybody else is listening to. I guess I could assume that everybody's listening to the same thing, even in the yeah, Shuffle. I mean, who cares what other people are listening that's to? That's true. Right? That's true. You know? It's just kind of nice to be able to know, like, sure. what's the hit, you know, right, like the yeah. hip thing moving oh, yeah, force or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, what do you got? What do you, music thing? Ooh. I think a song by Nathaniel Rayliff and the Night Sweats. Okay. Um, better write this down. There's a song called SOB. It stands for Son of a Bitch. Nice. It's real good. You'll get down to that. He just uh, he just put out a live album from his show at the Red Rocks and it is phenomenal. Is that song on there? It's on there, yeah. Okay. If, if you can play the live version, that's yeah, the best I'll play one for the sure. live version for sure. Yeah, I always prefer the live version. I do man. too, man. Like, uh, there's always something special that happens whenever you have like the possibility of really messing something up. Yeah, you dude. Know? Yeah, it's a performance. Yeah, dude. it's a performance, and and you never know. Like, I always wonder whenever I'm looking at those guys, like, what like state of mind are they in? Before sure. they get on stage, yeah. you know? And then afterwards, I bet it's pretty consistent. Like, that's probably sure, why yeah. they keep showing up. It's like, okay, yeah. at the end of the at the end of the end night, I'm going to be having a great time, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. So, well, cool, dude. Well, appreciate you, appreciate you coming yeah, over dude, for the for the podcast. Hopefully great. many more. Hopefully, yeah. Um, it's funny, man. Like, I've been trying to line up. I think you've... You, I've been trying to line a podcast yeah. up with you for... 
for a while, a couple yeah, months. Yeah, you were probably slated to be like number six or seven. Now yeah. you're number twenty. So <laughs> hey, I right. mean, hey, than never. and this yeah. is this is historical now. Like this is it's yeah. uh it's in the history books. So yeah, now dude. you're gonna go down it's as there. number twenty. You could have been number five or six. <laughs> now you're gonna be number twenty. Oh man, that's what I get so, for getting, being busy. <laughs> yeah, right on, man. All right, uh, peace out, people. Have a good one. Well, we get one moment tonight, guys, to be together and to be one. I need you to sing with me. I need you to break my fucking heart. Now, come on. It's all we got is each other. We got nothing else. Break my heart. Break my heart. I need to hear you, come on. I'm on need and when they help me. I'm on need somebody's hand. I'm on need someone to hold me down. I'm on need someone to care. I'm alright and take my body. I start pulling out my hair I'm all caring for myself When the answer's to you And nobody's gonna give a damn Son of a bitch Give me a drink
My heart was in hand to see Burned a crawling on of me My heart was in hand to see Burned a crawling on of me My heart was in hand to see Burned a crawling on of me